What's up, guys? It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And it is Tuesday, September 14th, 2021 A.D. I am wearing a t-shirt that was given me. Operation California Liberation. Hashtag Reopen California. And that's a reference to... I think it's a reference to these communist shutdowns, and it has the American, oops, the American flag right here in uh, white and black, white on a black t-shirt. Very cool. Hake is not smoking pot. I never do that. Never say never, but I don't. (laughs) Okay. And today is voting day. Vote yes. Vote Larry Elder. If you're not for Larry Elder, you want to vote for Kevin Kiley, fine, but make sure you vote yes. To recall Gavin Gruesome. Don't be a sucker. Only suckers vote no. Or don't vote. (laughs) Anyway, guys. I have a beautiful song for you from uh, the uh, 90s Christian punk rock band, The Cooties. Are they Christians? I think they're Christians. The the band itself and the music they, they play is not very Christian. And in fact, this song doesn't sound Christian at all. This track is entitled DDF, D-D-F, and you'll find out what that means. It's from the 1997 album, Let's Play House. Basically, it's a bunch of beta Christians who are all into girls (laughs) from 1997, including that MXPX guy. But anyway, listen to this. I hope you enjoy it. Cover your ears. Press mute. Skip ahead if you're not watching it live or listening live. It's only like two minutes long or less. Maybe a little more. But grin and bear it. I'll talk you through it. Enjoy. It's the cooties. I love it. This is probably the best music Hake has played yet. Well, thank you, Ledge Klinger. Somebody said it sounds like Green Day. Another one said it sounds like Rancid. That's cool. Maybe those guys sound like the Cooties. <laughs> Ever think of that? Anyway, guys. Let's get right on with the show! 
Sorry about my voice. I'm not used to all that mess. Mike Herrera isn't Christian anymore, FYI, says Anglos in America. Why am I not surprised to hear that? For those of you listening right now, you heard this name, Mike Herrera. He's the guy who was the front man for MXPX, which was a pretty well-known Christian-ish, somewhat Christian or Christians in a band from the pop-punk 90s. They were on Tooth and Nail. And he says that Mike Herrera is not a Christian anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that's what he, this, this uh, chatter claims. And I believe, I, I don't know, but I would not be surprised. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and that's a reference to Mike Herrera was a member of the Cooties, which was basically a one album wonder band that I'm playing this week. And somebody said, yeah, I'm actually enjoying this music. Who said that? I like this band. Thank you, red-blooded Republican Trump supporter. <laughs> I could drink to that music, says Maine Franken. DJ Hake played worse. Hake, stay on task, says Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, I shall try. And Butch Basham thinks that they are not morally straight. Wow. Tough, tough crowd. And they may be, he may be right. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you bearing with me through this beautiful music. Play some Green Day, Hake. No, I only play Christian stuff. I never really got into Green Day. I just like that song, Is Time of Our Life. Hope you had the time of, your, of our life. That's Green Day, right? Yeah. That one. Yeah. I like that one song. <laughs> From when I was a freshman in high school. But then they came out with American Idiot. Like, they're not idiots, but only George W. Bush's. You're idiots too, Green Day. Suckers. Anyway. I will get to your super chats. I see some super chats are coming in in secret. I appreciate them. Shout out. Uh, but first, I have to share with you... First, let me share with you this quote. Since it is election day, for... Us Californians, not all people were, were, uh, not all, anyway, I forget what I was even saying. Uh, Rose McGowan has, as you know, I mentioned it yesterday, and you probably heard over the weekend if you're following this story. Rose McGowan is a former actress, or she's still to this day an actress, She's put out some album. She's also a singer. You know, back in the olden days, people would sing and dance and so-called act. To and, this day. and now, usually, people focus on one or the other and then try to branch into the other thing. And they come out looking kind of goofy. But I guess the throwback stuff was all, was all kind of goofy. <laughs> people would sing and dance. Oh, Did you ever, like, 
Did you ever like, um, not to get too off track, but did you ever like those things where they would sing in the movies? Musicals? Uh, some of them I did like. But most of them I did not like. And now it's a bunch of gays. But here's Rose McGowan. She was pushing the Me Too movement. She was one of the early Me Too accusers against men, I do believe. Look at this picture of her. She's bleached blonde, short-haired, feminist. But she has yes on recall. The People versus Newsom in her profile uh, picture on banner on uh, Twitter. Rose McGowan. She says that she's a nominated director, according to her Twitter profile. Best-selling author, sound artist. Her passions include art, reading, and destroying lies. <laughs> okay. And uh, she wants the cultural reset, whatever that is. A million followers on Twitter. Located in Mexico right now? Look at that woman. Yikes. Uh, acting like she's pretty with that pose. But... Yikes. But anyway, she tweeted this out. She didn't. She used to be pretty, actually. I think she was in that movie Scream from 1996. She's 48 years old. Alex Michelson on Twitter quoted Rose McGowan as saying about Larry Elder, who is running for governor. We shall see. We shall see. Some say he has no chance. Some say he has a chance. Vote yes, regardless. We don't, we go, we don't stop fighting, right? Do I agree with him on all issues? No. But he is the better candidate and the better man. There, you have the exact quote. Per Alex Michelson, who is a blue check mark, I believe, a journalist on Twitter. Rose McGowan, that's a Rose McGowan quote. And apparently she uh, stood on stage... For the Yes on Recall, Larry Elder campaign, the People versus Newsom. Larry Elder is a lawyer, or is lawyer trained anyway. I believe he has a law degree, so I, maybe that's his campaign, the People versus Newsom. She says that she listened to his radio show for years and used to call in and debate with Larry Elder using a fake name. I wonder if he knew this at the time. I doubt it. You know who else used to call into Larry Elder's show? Larry Elder has uh, been at a Bond men's conference. He's spoken at a men's conference, been one of the headliners from a few years ago, probably 2018, 2017, maybe 2016. She was in Draw- Jawbreaker? The, wait, is that a band or a movie or both? One or the other, though. She was in one or the other. Always, she was always extremely weird, I hear. She looks happier now that she's turned on the elites, says Guyana Buffalo. I wouldn't doubt that, honestly. She does seem like she's a little bit thinking for herself. She's been red-pilling herself and <laughs> debating Larry Elder. You know who else used to call into the Larry Elder show? Because he was a radio host for years. Maybe to this day, but he's taking a break running for governor. To this day! And right on to him for that. I used to like to listen to him. My brother would listen to him. He would talk kind of fast. Pretty smart. Loves Jesse Lee Peterson. And 
again, he spoke at a Bond men's conference recently. And he was on the Jason Lee Peterson show just a month ago or so. But you know who else used to call into his show? Was uh, that, that based Jewish guy from, if there is such a thing, on uh, the Trump administration. Uh, blanking on his name. He's like bald-haired, skinny, Miller. Stephen Miller. Yeah. Not to be confused with Red Steez, who's another Stephen Miller, who's like a conservative guy. But Stephen Miller, the, he's like in his early to mid-30s, I want to say. Maybe he's mid to late 30s by now. A few years younger than me, I want to say. And he's tough on immigration. He grew up in a liberal Jewish family up in, right here in, um, maybe like Beverly Hills area. Went to... Santa Monica High School, I think, or something like that. And he was, he was one of the only people, the only man, standing for the flag salute in his high school. He just grew up liberal, but then he started reading Wayne LaPierre of uh, NRA, Guns and Ammo magazine, and that turned him kind of conservative. And then he started calling into the Larry Elder show, is what I read in a... Um, a, uh, whoa. An L.A. Slimes article about, about him. Interesting, huh? Interesting. So, small world, I guess. Or he's, you know, big radio host. Right on, and I wish him well. I, you know what? I have a caller who has a question about Larry Elder. Um, who I, who I will get to very shortly. But, uh, yeah, she's kind of a mess, this Rose McCowan woman. Poor woman. But I, I appreciate when um, these people who, not that I get excited about it, really. I know that people tend to want to get excited about it. Okay, I admit I got a little excited. But these people are not trustworthy. <laughs> she's kind of a mess. Um, some people say that she's kind of flip-flopped around, mental problems. Uh, in a few weeks, you'll be on to some other thing. Yeah, as Medoris suggests. Um, people are a mess. And look at, for example, Kanye West. He's another guy who is thinking for himself a little bit. At least he's not going right along with the establishment completely. But he's been for a long time in his degenerate ways. Open about the being all into pornography and all that stuff. He said that openly on a late-night TV. What a shame. Which is helping the degeneration of America. Maybe some of his music was pushing that stuff, too, probably. Talented musician Kanye West. But you have to... I mean, I give a little bit of respect for these people up on that stage and and trying to be right. Kanye's into the black thing. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway. I have more quotes for you. There's abortion quotes and all that mess. By the way, there was one thing I forgot to mention. Speaking of that abortion mess. While it's on my mind. You know how I mentioned that quote from that evil woman. Bodily... Bodies. Yeah, Cindy Lauper. 
You know how I mentioned Cindy Lauper? Sinful Larper. Cindy Lauper was at the VMAs yesterday, and I talked about how she was pushing the equal pay nonsense. Well, that's the least of the evil that she's pushing, which is evil that she is pushing. The equal pay thing, it's completely evil. Women should not be working, for the most part. And, uh, And the equal pay thing is not even a valid complaint. They're just complainers. Always miserable. Don't pander to them. It just makes them worse. Uh, but they're also talking, she also said, we should have control over our bodies. Yeah, girls still want to have fun. This is a singer woman who's saying girls just want to have fun. And she's in has-been, probably in her 50s or 60s or older. Cindy Lauper. Yeah, girls still want to have fun, she's saying at the MTV VMAs, Video Music Awards. But we also want to have funds, as in equal pay. Always begging for money. Ill-gotten gain. Equal pay, and it's not even equal work that they give. Control over our bodies. You know, fundamental rights to kill your babies in the womb. Give me a break. Well, luckily she can't have babies anymore. So she's not going to be killing any more of men's babies in her womb. But she's pushing for that. What a sick, demented, evil woman. Sick. Since I mentioned that abortion thing, let me read this other dumb quote from... uh, Another dumb, evil person. Can I say dumb? I think I can in this case. I think that even the Bible called people stupid. It did. At least in the NIV, which is a liberal, politically correct version, I admit. Communist Nonsense Network, CNN, and then I will get to callers. The right to decide whether to continue a pregnancy. Boy, isn't that a euphemism. The right to decide whether to continue a pregnancy is grounded in the 14th Amendment's protection against deprivation of a person's liberty without due process of law. That's it. Some woman named Julie Reichelman, R-I-K-E-L-M-A-N, Julie Reichelman, a lawyer, always a liar, almost always, except for the case of Larry Elder. A lawyer for the Center of Reproductive Rights who is representing a Mississippi abortion clinic, baby-killing mill, that's asking the Supreme Court to uphold the tenets of Roe v. Wade to block a law that bars most abortions in the state of of Mississippi after 15 weeks of pregnancy. I wonder what this Texas law really says. Because the, I mean, what the Mississippi law really says Because they say that the Texas law is a six-week abortion ban. And I'm putting air quotes. Jeanette, (laughs) is Jeanette still in the chat? I know she sent me a tip recently by email. She always gets on me for using the air quotes. Not always, but every now and then. Julie Reichelman thinks that Roe v. Wade was a legitimate Supreme Court decision. It was not. It was stupid. And, by the way, I heard that it was mostly Republican-appointed judges. Is that true? Or am I mistaken? I don't know. Who passed Roe v. so-called pass. It's not even a pass. Who made this so stupid Roe v. Wade decision. I heard that it was Republican-appointed judges. It's ridiculous. If true. It's ridiculous if there's Democrats who are appointing judges, to be honest. But in the Texas one, it's after so-called six weeks, the Texas abortion law. After six weeks, you can't have it. But 
with a real story is if you detect a, a baby's heartbeat, if you detect the baby's heartbeat, you cannot kill the baby. That's what the Texas law allegedly, reportedly says. Heartbeat. But no, they want to get away from heartbeat because heartbeat sounds human. And they want to hide the fact that you're killing a human being. So that's evil. And this woman about this Julie Reichelman lawyer, sleazy lawyer, for the Center for Reproductive Rights, talking about whether to continue a pregnancy, whether to kill the baby in the womb and then take it out. Interrupting the process. Interrupting the process. Probably not a Christian, by the way, this Julie Reichelman, R-I-K-E-L-M-A-N. I mean, obviously not. If you're for killing babies, you're not a Christian. That's just a fact. Anyway, um, I want to keep on moving, guys. Let me get to BC in NJ, New Jersey. BC, how are you doing? Thanks for holding. Pretty good, Hank. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Yeah, I've called a few times before. Love your show. Appreciate it. Uh, but, uh, and yeah, we're watching on, uh, or we're hanging out in the Trovo uh, and YouTube watching you. Shout out to Bosif and the gang. Nice. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. You got quite an audience, and uh, we love your show. Appreciate that, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I had a question about, about Larry Elder. I know today's a big day, and we're pulling for him just because, obviously, like, you know, anyone on the right is better than Newsom and the way it's going. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you on that. If you don't but, mind, um, what what is your username in the chat? If you don't mind. If you do mind, just don't just say no. I don't want to say. Oh, it's B- BC Covington. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's in the YouTube chat, BC Covington. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, you got some neocons in, in the chat that I was just, just arguing with. Regardless, <laughs> talking about Larry Elder. Um, I, I like him in that he's an alternative uh, to Newsom and the Democrat machine and, and what the, the liberals and the left have been doing to California to yeah. a previously solid red state that was California. Um, right. Previously white Christian state that was California. But uh, I got to ask about Larry. What do you think, like... You know, is he really our guy? Is he? He's he's been a libertarian, right? And, when I grew up, I when I was listening to him, he was was a libertarian, right? And I think yeah. he still is, even if he's one of these like he might be a red pilled libertarian. He might get it, but like he was a big Trump supporter, right? I know some libertarians went against Trump. He didn't. Okay, good. Yes, but. In terms of, like, the people who are propping him up, I see people like Dave Rubin retweeting, saying, get out and vote Larry Elder. Larry Elder retweeting his support. And I'm like, is this just more, like, classical? Is this more subversion from from liberals of the right wing and libertarians of the right wing? Like, yes, I I want him over Newsom, sure. But if Elder got in... Would California suddenly do a lot better? I think that, I mean, I can't predict the future, but it would be a dream to have Larry Elder in place. I can't, I can't say. I know that Larry Elder has um, done his job, which there are, I think everybody has. There is a light in a dark place, even amongst 
the uh, so-called neocons or the uh, libertarians and the, um, those people. Because look at Trump, for example. Trump was a New York liberal. And honestly, in some ways, he still is. And yet, he, was, he changed the culture dramatically by being real. And that was inspiring. That brought people to Christianity a lot. He opened the eyes of how evil um, the, the uh, media is and the Democrats and the rhinos are. They backstabbed him because he was, a, he was unpredictable. He did not always go along with them. A lot of times he did, and we did not like that always, right? But sometimes he would not go along with them, and that's why they wanted him out so bad, because he was not controllable. I think Larry Elder is quite similar Maybe not as strong as Trump. I don't know. Time, if he gets in, which would be awesome, then uh, we would see his metal get tested and he would uh, and he would prove himself or not. But I think that out of all the candidates, including Kevin Kiley, he is uh, Larry Elder is the one who's ready to be governor. Oh, I. I, I agree with that, and I, and I think out of everyone, since he has the best chance to win, support him anyway, even if you don't agree with him 100%. You know what, even if, him even so if that, you don't, just you know? vote yes, is what I, what I understand. Right, is right. Just, You just vote yeah. yes, and then he gets, he'll probably be the plurality winner if, if 50% plus one votes yes. Right. So, but, so um, the, the thing with... Yeah, I don't, oh, sorry, I don't it doesn't really bother me that that these libertarian, liberal, homosexual, uh, not Christian, sometimes atheists, <laughs> like, you know, all the Jewish in some cases, people. Yeah, yeah in a lot of cases. <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. I, I appreciate even that guy that you mentioned who endorsed Larry Elder, whom I won't name again. I appreciate him <laughs> for what he does, even though he's, he is what you said. He's, like, not... He's not for what's right, but he's, he's not for all this evil insanity, and I'll take it. I'll take it a little bit. It's like a stepping stone towards what's right. We need to, like, California, if it's any, I mean, I think that New Jersey is in a sort of a similar boat in that it's, like, off, off the deep oh, we end are. insane. we are. It's, yeah, we it are. would be, the point, and you said it, it would be, Great to have Larry Elder for governor. So I, in that sense, I have zero doubt about him. And also, he does play... I was, I was saying that he played... I was hinting that he plays the game that you have to play, kind of like Trump played the game that you have to play. And I think over the years, the years have made Trump stronger. 2012, he wasn't ready. 2016, he was ready. And similar with Larry Elder, he's a real guy. So I, don't, I have no reservations about supporting Larry Elder. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Uh, just a last comment, and then I'll go off. Uh, America right now, the American right, is, is becoming more... We're becoming more ready to reactionary politics, to actual right-wing, Christian, protectionist, nationalist politics. And that's really the way that we not only defeat the left in, in previously blue states, but when we win, we actually change things. We don't right. just win, and then it's the same old thing. Yeah. So we, we have to watch out for 
who we put up to defeat these people because we don't want to just defeat them and then it's the same old business. We want, we've right. got Trump in there to be a somewhat American, well, a big American nationalist, protectionist on the economy, and yeah. anti war and pro borders. What's your you know, review? We want Larry Elder. Sorry? What's your review of Trump? In a, just in a few sentences or less. Uh, to me, there's two Trumps. There's, there's, there's the Trump that ran, and there's, there's Trumpism. And then there's, what, then there's what happened from, you know, uh, then there's what outsiders who infiltrated his admin turned it into. And, and this is what happened. This is why I brought it up with Larry. If we get Larry in there, that might be great. But who are the people that are supporting him, and who are the people that I'm afraid will change him? It's the same type that did it to yeah. a lot in the Trump admin. It's, it's Zionist. It's it's globalist liberals who call themselves Republicans. Right. And it's you know it's it's these classical liberals or libertarians. So even though Trump, I think, is totally our guy, he couldn't get everything in. Not just because the left opposed him, but, but because, because of his admin his people. down with it. Yeah. Right. And I'm afraid that with Larry, it's going to be similar. And again, again. I think that'll be, I think that'll be the reality. It's always going to be, it's a constant battle between good and evil. And from, from inside your heart to inside your home, to inside your city, to inside the Republican Party, if you want to use the Republican Party, which I still think we should, to uh, inside the nationalist movement, the nationalists, there, there is good and evil inside of them. There is going to be good and evil inside the businesses that you create. The administration that Larry Elder makes, if or when he ma- if he makes one, inside the Trump administration, you're, it's going to be endless fighting of good and evil. It's hard to find good help, and those people are, are kind of opportunistic. I I think you are right. It is going to be. It's. I expected it to be tough on Trump. I did not get anything different from basically what I expected. I didn't really have much oh, expectation. Yeah. I just loved that he was in there, and I loved where he stood up for what was right. And that was, those were well, inspiring. The way he changed the culture is bigger than any policy thing that he put in. That's 100% true. His, his biggest victory was showing the, the political establishment that what he ran on is electable and is still winnable. Oh, yeah. That American nationalism and revanchism can pass. Christianity and protectionism, not this free market capitalism, even yeah. if we lose all our jobs and we bring in cheap labor, not uh, social liberalism and not globalism. Like th- th- that, that, those of the neocons, those days are over. And yeah. the American right showed, or Trump showed, that this is electable, meaning it doesn't even matter. Like you said, that the policies that Trump got in, he got small dubs, but we want big dubs. The biggest dub that he showed, though, was that he won. He won running on that unapologetically, right? If Larry, but Larry is running as Larry's running as a Trump as a Trump favored libertarian. Okay, I I, I support that hundred percent. That would be great for California. Yeah, but is he still going to be you know coerced by the same people? Is California still perpetually going to get more Hispanic, more Democrat anyway? Is it going to become less Christian? Is Hollywood really going to change its propaganda? <laughs> or, you know, like... Don't worry about that. I say don't worry about <laughs> the future. We, we yeah, fight yeah, our yeah, battles day by day. And as, as, you, as you and I both know, 
it's up to us too, as much as to, up to the the politician we put in. It's going to be great if we get him in, but we're not stopping the fight because we we can fight it out and take California back for what's right. And you and you said it that you that stuff does win, but it's not necessarily even the ideology. It's based is he's standing on what's right and telling the honest truth boldly, and that's what's inspiring to people. It's Absolutely, really, you're 100 percent right, and it's what makes you and JLP inspiring, right? You for the same exact reason. Yeah, like you say the truth unapologetically, and that's why you know, like the you know when people in the Reagan era talked about the silent majority. That silent majority elected him twice, and he did some good things. Right. But he oversaw California going blue. Yeah. Believe it or not, to anyone to anyone in the chat, the first president to give amnesty to illegals was Ronald Reagan. Yeah. The next one was George Bush. It was Republicans. You know, yep. so they get infested, and and what we need is we need to get our guys in there and hold hold them to the fire and keep keep them doing the right thing. That's what, that's what, you know, the next step for the American right is. It's not just showing that we collect people, but keeping them doing the right thing. Yeah. I agree, man. And honestly, I think that they'll be able to point to things that Trump did that, uh, or that was done under the Trump administration. The DOJ was subversive anti-Trump, really. And, and that, we're, that we're bad. And people are going to maybe look back 20 years from now and say, oh, Trump was horrible. When I think, I suspect that Reagan actually was good, but there was evil things done under his administration. And maybe he made some mistakes that were quite costly, like that amnesty thing. <laughs> but I think that well, uh, yeah. we keep on fighting. Anyway, man. No, we, yeah, we keep on fighting, and we got to, another thing, last thing, another thing that we got to do is realize that even if we get a good president there, it's not enough. We got to get... Good Congress in there. We got to get good justices in there because a good president isn't enough. As right. Trump. Yeah, we how, need the how local much the judiciary getting his way. We need the local government too. We need and we help in state government exactly. We really need men. Is what it, is why I support Jason yeah. Peterson's mission. We need men to be standing up because you're a man. You're automatically a man of authority, and you influence the world even if you're not even holding office. Because you are just a powerful person, an influential person. Yep, we need Christian men who've been in this country for generations. Not yeah. these new, <laughs> not these new global, I know. international, cosmopolitan people. We don't need them. I agree, Christian man. Christian men who've been here for centuries. Yeah. Well, great call, BC. Appreciate you calling in again. Take care. Yeah, thanks a lot. Eddie. All right. Wasn't that great? I do have some super chats, but I don't know if I can read them. A lot of them say, please don't read. Please don't read. <laughs> but let me just read it quietly while you guys w- watch or listen. This one says, no need to read this out loud either. But blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. What a mess. Well, I appreciate that, Lin Yen Chin. Thank you, man. And here's the f- one before that. <laughs> this is so re- silly. <laughs> I almost said the R word. Is it bad to say retarded? <laughs> Don't read out loud. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. 
Oh no, I, I saw that, Lin Yenchen. I saw that. I screenshotted it too. You may not have seen it, but I did see it. Um, but yeah, maybe it does eat some that I don't see. I appreciate it. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Charlie Brown's teacher. Indeed. Wah, 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 wah. We need some AC. Speaking of uh, hot air. Look at Hake obeying his donors. Such a politician. <laughs> Great comment. Uh, man. Yes, turn on the AC. Um, thank you guys for the support, the super chats. Lin Yen Chin, shout out, man. And thank you to, uh, I believe, Asmodor hosting the show over there on, on Trovo.live slash the Hake Report. Can I say dumb? Yes, Hake. Thank you, uh, Ledge Klinger. Quick story. Before we uh, go further, here is a clip. All of you Israel haters. <laughs> I got this. I saw this on Twitter. Man, make turn on the AC. Can we get some air conditioning? Aero conditionary. That's not Spanish. Some guy tweeted out, Israel, thank you, has the highest so-called vaccination rate with three to four shots per individual, only Pfizer vaccines. This is what this person claims. I don't know whether that's true or not, but I do know that they have the highest so-called fully vaccinated population. Fully vaccinated is a buzzword for you've received two of the mRNA shots. And in this case, they've only done Pfizer, I guess. And, but now they have like three or four per individual. I guess they've been doing so-called booster shots. Booster shots. Jesse's cold, Hake, says David Singleton. (laughs) How do you know? Get a blanket. Get a blanket. I used to have to get a a blanket, poncho, multiple jackets, because Andre, the former board operator, he would be turning on the AC all the time. But these guys grin and bear it. They suffer. Well, Joel didn't have to grin and bear it because he was uh, African. Oh, no, he was from the bayou, which is very hot and humid, and he can take it. But anyway, uh, this person goes on on Twitter. Israel has the highest vaccination rate, three to four shots per individual, Pfizer-only shots, vaccines. Pfizer being a big pharmaceutical company. Who backstabbed Trump, by the way. They backstabbed him. I'll tell you how... Later, if you want to know. Now listen to Israel t- Israeli TV. Arad Nir is a TV host, apparently, and an actor, I guess. Has a Zoom recording of, uh, apparently of someone else, I think, confirming that Israel is being referred to by Pfizer as its laboratory. What? Experiments? On Jews? This is the biggest... Well, I don't want to read this out loud because uh, it's, ma- it's saying something that is banned from being said on YouTube. <laughs> but he calls it medical experiment. I, I completely disavow, obviously. In human history, they are not just medically experimenting. But listen to this man's words. This is a man, I think it's a Pfizer rep, speaking in English, and it's being translated in Hebrew or something, about... Israel, 
their deal with Pfizer and how it's predicting what's happening in America. Listen to this. And we uh, early in in the pandemic, we'd established a, a relationship with the Israeli Ministry of Health where they used exclusively the Pfizer vaccine and they monitored very closely. So we had sort of a laboratory where we could see the effect. They immunized a very high population proportion of the population very early. So it's been a way that we can almost look ahead. What we see happening in Israel happens again in the U.S. a couple months later. Interesting, huh? He said laboratory. He said Israel is a laboratory where you can predict and see what happens in Israel happens to America a couple months later. Sorry about that. I don't know if you heard crunchiness. I heard a little bit of crunchiness in my... Maybe I messed up the recording there a little. Uh, Interesting. And all of the people who are very knowledgeable about what's going on, what's really going on, or what may really be going on anyway, they seem to be knowledgeable about this, these vaccines. They're referencing stuff that's going on in Israel. And I'm not talking about the mainstream people. I'm talking about, well, the Epic Times has talked about it a little bit, but I'm not talking so much about them. Uh... Real Vincent James has talked about what's been going on in Israel because they have been jumping on this thing. They're a much smaller country and apparently more control freakish. <laughs> what a mess. Run by a female minded liberals, apparently. Not in the best interests of the Israeli people, I wouldn't think. <laughs> and they're being lat. Well, he didn't say lab rats. I would disavow such a comment. But they're being. Uh, a laboratory, according to this, I recognize that guy. I feel like I've seen that guy, whom I just played, talk mess before. Interesting, huh? There is this, before I get to the co- more callers, hang tight, guys. Real fast, I saw this tweet about the vaccine. Somebody, somebody told me that the people who are hospitalized are primarily unvaccinated. I don't think that's true. There are vaccinated people, too, getting hospitalized. And supposedly this vaccine helps, and I, th- I think it probably has some truth to it, in a, a lot of cases, maybe in most cases. Hey, your music is of the devil. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Professor Scope. I think I agree, including the Christian music. But um, it's supposed to diminish the symptom roughness of it. But... They don't tell you, because they don't know, the long-term effects, the long-term side effects. And also, there are people who are coming out against booster shots, because they've been talking about booster shots every four months, five months, eight months. It's kind of like the flu shot. Remember the flu shot? They're trying to get you to have one every year. And they probably force the so-called healthcare workers to do it every year. They've pushed a lot of people out of the so-called healthcare field because they don't want to do that necessarily. They don't trust them. And I don't blame them. Here's, here's a, is this kind of a sad story? I saw this retweeted by uh, Mike Cernovich, who is a former guest on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the Fallen State. and uh, He spoke at a men's conference as well. 
J- Greg Polovitz on Twitter shares this story from KTLA, local news for us. Inland Empire. That's way out east. Not that far, but pretty far. Father of five dies of COVID-19. That's the Chinese slash commie virus. Weeks after his wife. Whoa. Both the unvaccinated mother and father are dead. 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 To quote morbid Joe Biden. From COVID, supposedly. Leaving behind five children. He was a teacher. She was a nurse. And you see this guy who looks like he's Hispanic, kind of fat. And this woman who looks like maybe she's Asian or Pacific Islander, or maybe she's Hispanic herself, but one of those Asian-looking Hispanics. But I think that she's Asian. And they look like a nice couple, both a little uh, out of shape, especially the guy. But maybe he was a working man, so his innards were healthier than hers. Who knows? Because you, you can be a working man and be... Actually, a a little bit more in shape than you look, even if you're fat. And you can be skinnier, but really out of shape on the insides. But you want to be both, in shape, both inside and out, because then you... I mean, that's truly in shape, right? And you should be. And America is fat, and that's why I think we're supposedly having a harder time with this. Here are three of their children, too. Little babies. What a mess, huh? And I think I saw, I don't remember if I screenshotted this, but I saw a couple of uh, comments underneath. One guy said fat. (laughs) Or a girl said fat. That was her only response. And I like that tweet. Because that is an important point that is not mentioned in the mainstream media because it's not politically correct. It's not a good thing. It is a risk factor, and uh, I've heard it said, and I don't know if it's true or not. Hey, should I take the jab, asks Tim Tim Beers. (laughs) Don't ask me, man. Don't ask me. Get healthy. That is the primary thing. Get healthy. But uh, Rick Glaze says it. Obesity equals higher chances of death. And there are other issues, too, I guess. Um, This one woman says in response to the woman who said fat, Robbie Rose says, Mom doesn't seem fat. Yeah, she does a little seem fat. Not fit, but not fat. Yeah, she's fat. Just not as fat. But anyway, certainly emphasizes the need to achieve actual health. Being borderline, which she is, is risky. Gut health is absolutely everything with COVID. Gut health, according to this Robbie Rose person. I have not really heard this before. That's why we've seen bodybuilders dying, according to her. I haven't seen that, but she says that she's seen it. I don't know who's we. They appear to be on testosterone, which wrecks the gut. Huh. Don't know. What's up, Facebook crew? Nice to see you guys. So, uh, Tim Beers, I don't know. I do not know what the answer is, whether you should get it. I, don't, I haven't seen you, man. <laughs> but uh, some have recommended that you get it. If you've had all the kids you're going to have. <laughs> because I haven't, heard, I haven't heard a real study. 
on uh, making babies after getting this vaccine. I have not seen it. Testosterone does not wreck the gut. It's the growth hormones they take, says Brandon M. I believe Brandon M. over this woman who made that claim. So, rest in peace, father and mother, leaving behind five children. Uh, yeah, I don't, it's not testosterone, according to Brandon M. Fake news. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Just FYI. Let me get to Nick in the UK. Nick, how are you doing, man? Oh, Nick, come on, mate. This is Nick from the UK. I'm cutting him a little slack because he's from the UK. Yeah, that's better, I guess. No, this is not better. Nick, I got to put you on hold, man. Man, let me get to... Let me get to... Louie in Idaho. Louie! What? Louie, you got to stop day drinking, man. Cut that out. (laughs) Not a good thing. Day drinking. Especially nowadays that uh, we have all these illegal alien diseases and now this China virus, China slash commie virus. It's not good. It's not good for you. Especially when you're over 30 is what I hear. It's what I hear. So anyway, forget that call. Forget those calls. I will get back to Nick in the UK if he's ready, but doesn't sound doesn't seem like he's uh, gonna be ready. We are approaching the top of the hour. I will get to more calls. But first, let me tell you about this crazy robbery spree. You caught a hint of it on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Jesse Lee Peterson covered it. Right here in, on Melrose. It's in the Beverly Hills area, but it gets kind of ghetto at times. But it's still, like, supposedly shopper-friendly. It has a lot of shopping storefronts, little storefronts that you can go to, or even get. This is from CBS Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Hopefully this clip plays well for you guys. Press 1 if it's great. volume is great. Press 2 if it's too loud. 3 if it's too quiet. I think it should be okay, though. Hopefully. This is from CBS Los Angeles. Suspected getaway driver. This is from last week, actually. In an armed robbery of sidewalk diners, Kionis Kionis Wilson don't ask me what type of name that is. Don't know if he's black or mixed or what. Arrested. Listen to this. Well, tonight, a 23-year-old man is behind bars in connection with this terrifying robbery at a Melrose Avenue restaurant. The search continues for two more suspects at this hour. Detectives say the trio responsible for a string of recent robberies at businesses all along Melrose. Kick on Candace Crone has more on how police tracked down one of the suspects. 
They're starting to act like animals out here. A security camera captured two suspects robbing some outdoor diners at gunpoint, grabbing their bags before running off from the cafe on Melrose Avenue. It's messed up, really, because, you know, it's innocent people at the end of the day. So I think the dudes are a bunch of bums, really. Barbara Ricky Blanco's shop is near where the crime happened. He's relieved to learn detectives tracked down the suspected driver, identified as Keonis Wilson, after locating the getaway car in Pasadena. Authorities say they found more evidence in a search of his home. Police believe the three suspects are responsible for at least six robberies and one attempted robbery in just the first week of September. Jalen Mapp says she's noticed an uptick in violence in the four months she's been working on Melrose and believes the recent incidents have been crimes of opportunity. It's because they know that people who are a little bit more wealthy will shop here and eat here. So it makes sense, but it's still unfortunate and it still makes everyone feel unsafe. The arrest comes after neighbors and business owners in the popular shopping district say there's been a string of crimes, including the fatal shooting of an employee at Shoe Palace last month, Crazy. a shooting back in February, and one a month before that. People in the area hope the violence will stop. It used to be chill. You could used to walk your dog down the street. Now you gotta be careful, be safe. Wilson is being held on $350,000 bail. Authorities are still searching for the other two suspects linked to the string of robberies. Along Melrose, Candace Crone, KCAL 9 News. What a mess, huh? Asmodor says, it's a good thing they make it impossible to carry firearms there. Pretty infuriating, huh? Did you see that? Why is their hairline a different color? Yeah, these people look like, look horrible. These shop owners or shop workers or whatever they are. What a mess. It was infuriating seeing those two guys walk up and just rob the, the dude. He just gives off his, his watch right away to them. And the woman's covering her mouth. And the other woman is handing off her purse. And they're taking the stuff that they shopped for, apparently. I blame climate change, says Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, didn't that John from Kentucky guy call, call in and blame poverty? <laughs> Give me a break. Moral poverty. They're committing crimes because they're immoral, not because they're poor. Immorality. And the people are weak, weaker than ever. What a disgrace. Yeah, if people were armed and allowed to be armed, you can't even carry a, a knife longer than three inches in the city of Los Angeles, or maybe it'd be county. I think it's city of Los Angeles. I think statewide they let you carry a knife, a folding knife anyway, that's three and a half inches. But in Los Angeles proper, it can't even be three inches. That's not going to do anything. <laughs> you hurt yourself before you hurt the other guy, and he's not, he'll laugh at you. You pull out that knife. He'll kick it into your eye. What in the heck? Robbery sprees. In downtown, and in Beverly Hills, Black Lives Matter destroyed Beverly Hills just last year. Set it on fire. Set cop cars on fire. Ridiculous. Maybe there were feds, though. Who knows? But that's pretty disgusting, huh? Sick stuff. And crime is going up. And thank you, George Gascone and George Soros, who supported George Gascone, and the Netflix CEO and his wife, who supported George Gascone. Can you believe it? These huge co corporation company people... Billionaires and millionaires and billionaires and gazillionaires and trillionaires 
are supporting enemies of the people uh, to be uh, these so-called, Tucker Carlson covered it, uh, attorney general of different states. Attorney general means the top prosecutor, the top law, the top cop in the state. Can you believe it? The attorney general of uh, Minnesota is that Muslim, uh, radical, light-skinned, mixed Keith Ellison, who swore an oath when he was in Congress, which was a disgrace, on the Koran, and then he said, I am Antifa, this strikes fear in the heart of Donald Trump. And his son, too, is in the local government, called himself Antifa, too. Something else, Ellison. Sick people. And over here in California, we had Kamala Harris. And now we have some other guy who replaced Kamala Harris, I think. Uh, oh, no, because Kamala Harris was the attorney general of the California, and then she became a so-called senator, which I'm leery about the... Uh, I'm leery about her eligibility to be a legitimate senator, much less, much less vice president, because she was born to visa holders, maybe, if that. Students who were here from Jamaica and from India. Maybe they became naturalized citizens before they had her. I doubt it. I doubt it. Maine Franken says three inches for the knives. We have eight centimeters, but you can't wait eight centimeters. That's isn't that less than three inches? Oh, no, that that may be just over three inches. I can't. I can't do math. Remember, I tried to do math yesterday. <laughs> I thought 1.36 billion was uh, only three times 330 million. No, it's four times. Eight centimeters ti- uh, divided by 2.54, 3.14. So it's less than three and a half inches. But you cannot have a knife to open with one hand in Germany. And you cannot have some nunchucks. Oh, yeah, you can't have nunchucks here either. Yikes. Because they're illegal. (laughs) Wow. In Texas, you can open carry a samurai sword if you want. You know, I've seen people get samurai swords here. Mostly homeless people threatening people with samurai swords and assaulting them. Meaning, out of their mind, evil people. But we have... Uh, DAs, district attorneys, and attorneys general who are in support of Antifa and Black Lives Matter and the whole rest of the people. I have a right to bear nunchucks, is reloaded. <laughs> well, don't get caught with, uh, with that right. What a mess. So the people are, have their uh, rights trampled and, uh, by the criminals who are on the streets, and the criminals who are in the sheets. No, the criminals who are um, so-called elected or appointed. It's disgraceful. And you've seen over and over again the people who are, um, who are letting Antifa run wild and then cracking down on Proud Boys, who hurt nobody except for Antifa, who's hurting people. Give me a break. Such a phony world we live in. I heard that George W. Bush was running his mouth against the American people, calling us domestic terrorists. Of course, he was vague and snaky about it because he's such a phony. And then he dared just call us children of 
the evil one or something dumb like that. He, that's him. He's describing himself. What a sick person. Anyway, I'll get to more calls, guys. I have another song to share with you. Uh, what you hate. Isn't that a nice name of a song for these times? Enjoy from the Cooties, What You Hate, from the 1997 album, Let's Play House. <laughs> but I like this song. Enjoy. And I'll be right back for the rest of our two. Gucci Fleur says, volume on zero. <laughs> this is some skateboarding music, says Marcelo Tavare. Thank you. I agree. This sounds like garbage I listened to in middle school, says no, no. Garbage music again, says Mario Valdo. Be careful, Mario. I'm going to tell Chris to mispronounce your name more. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Anyway. Uh, thank you guys for bearing with me. I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Clean your nails, says Jupiter. <laughs> that music. Uh, I will get to more calls. But, um, real fast, let me talk about Antony Blinken. They're, stan- they're grandstanding. Like they care about the country. They don't. By they, I'm talking about the Republicans. Even to this day, they're talking to this guy. Two days, and they're getting nothing out of him. To this day! And I don't even have to look at it to know that they're getting nothing of him. Because he's... Turn off that generic Tony Hawk music. Whatever, man, it's not generic. Okay, maybe it is. Maybe they're NPCs. If Mike Herrera is no longer a Christian, NPC confirmed. Non-player character, right? Uh... Secretary of State, can you believe it? Tony Hawk's soundtrack is awesome, says Chris. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Marty says, go ahead. Tell, have Chris mispronounce it. It's not like he gets it right anyway. (laughs) 
He pronounces it the American way. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is taking me on a, on a rabbit trail, but I used to play soccer. I used to play soccer, uh, you know, just pick up games or whatever, or in a little league, community league, Baldwin Park League. And I had a, a teammate named Farid. And I thought his name was Fadid. <laughs> but uh, I had a couple of white guys on the team. And they kept on calling him Farid or Farid. 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 <laughs> because that's how his name was spelled. F-A-R-I-D. But I, all my friends were calling him Farid and I didn't know how it was spelled. So I just called him Farid. But it was Farid. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Second, that's diversity for you. What a mess. But I guess you can stay, Mari. We still like you. And Angel, or Anka. <laughs> Anthony Blinken, what a joke of a person. He is the so-called Secretary of State. He inherited the role from, well, I guess Mike Pompeo before him, who was okay, I guess, I don't know. He seemed to smile a lot, but not really stand for much. I could be wrong. Hey, you playing goalie. <laughs> Sometimes, but usually I played left or right, back or, or wing. Um, he appeared before the House Foreign Affairs Committee, Antony Blinken, this joke of a person, who got clowned by the Chinese for, he said, oh, you're violating human rights, and the Chinese are like, uh, hello, Black Lives Matter, you guys are violating the human rights of blacks. Which, it's all communist buzzwords. Neither of them really believes any of this. I doubt. Right? I mean, I've heard, oh yeah, the Chinese are doing bad things to the Uyghur. Uyghur? 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 (laughs) Muslims? Maybe they are. But they got problems. There's been problems with, with the Uyghur Muslims. Uyghur Muslims. Because they've been done like stabbing attacks in on on trains, transit trains, like a uh, Shanghai station. Maybe it was not Shanghai, but I remember hearing this guy from Black was it Blackwater that contractor, Betsy DeVos's brother. Uh, the guy from Blackwater, formerly known as Blackwater, he said that the Uyghur Uyghur Muslims. <laughs> I think, th- I think 34 or 5 guys or 6 guys, I'm, mis- I'm misstating the, the story, but it's in this realm, it's in this vein, killed or, or maimed like 30 Chinese people, citizens. So they've had problems with the Uyghur Muslims. And just because they're tougher and don't mind violating the so-called human rights of the Uyghur Muslims and putting them in camps, just because we're too weak to do that doesn't mean that they're wrong for doing it. I don't know. Maybe they are wrong for what they're doing. They're not Christians for the most part. They're Marxists. They actually promoted Marx. Unless, I, unless what I was reading on Breitbart was fake news. But I believe that the Chinese government actually believes in Marx. They said Karl Marx. It's ridiculous. Why not just follow a Chinese? I guess they don't really follow Chinese. Because they're also Buddhists and Buddha is like from India. So they're globalists. Anyway, I will get to more of your calls, guys. Uh, but anyway, he's the first Biden official to account for con- to Congress publicly for the chaotic, violent U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. 
Remember that? It was just last month. No real answers, of course. Republicans just making a show of holding them accountable. Remember, like, Trey Gowdy back in the day? Did you guys remember Trey Gowdy? Some of you, I'm sure, would. He's now on Fox News, but he was supposedly this tough guy, acting like he's tough. Daryl Issa, same thing. Now he's back in office. Issa is. Joke of a rhino, I think, as I recall. Wasn't even for Trump. Californians, don't forget to vote today. Thank you, black stepdad. By the way, and speaking of Afghanistan, the evil UN, and the UN is evil, United Nations. I think they always have been. But they're worse today than ever. They're trying to meddle in America, pretending America's racist, and we need to protect the human rights of black people. Give me a break. But they say that Afghanistan, I, I think that this is a play to keep you, the UN relevant, but maybe there's some truth to it. I'm sure there's a little bit of truth mixed with their lies and their false solutions, and oftentimes these are crises of their own making. The, UN, the evil UN claimed Afghanistan, this is from CNN, and the skim, the far-left female-run outlet, the skim, do-nothing GOP. Exactly, man. Ab- astute nomad. Very astute, Mr. Astute Nomad. The, U- Af- the UN claims Afghanistan faces spiraling poverty, possible starvation, and economic collapse under the Taliban rule, which is a deceptive statement, honestly, because listen to this. The UN claimed millions of Afghanistans could run out of food by winter. Oh, dear. And that's over a million children could die from malnutrition. Even before the Taliban take over, Afghans, I call them Afghanis because it seems weird to call them Afghans, faced rising food costs and poverty in part due to a severe drought. A drought. Given by the Lord? I don't know. But that's not Taliban's fault. Give me a break. When they say under Taliban rule, it makes it sound like it's the Taliban's fault. Well, maybe... With the Taliban taking over, some countries have cut cut off, quote-unquote, much-needed international funds. The globalists are swooping in to help, which doesn't help. It hurts people oftentimes. I've heard. The UN says donors, including member states, have pledged over $1 billion in so-called humanitarian and development aid. I'm shaking my head. The Taliban has also mandated... Segregation of genders in classrooms. Good. And required women and girls to wear hijabs in uh, academic settings. And <laughs> I overheard this clip that Nick, Nicholas, the anchor baby, Jesse Lee Peterson's trusty, dusty producer. He was playing a clip of Trump saying they want to wear it. <laughs> the women like wearing it over there. And plus, they don't have to wear makeup. It's handy. Why is he dusty? <laughs> Jim Jeff. Uh, it just rhymed with trusty. But for some reason, it seemed like it worked. Because he's on the road a lot. Or he's just a working man. That's why he's dusty. <laughs> We're starving children all over the world, says Seven Sons. Shout out to D-Live. Yeah, who cares? I mean, I don't buy this stuff. These people swoop in like they're helping, but they're pushing feminism and uh, LGBT mess. 
Makes me wa- the UN makes me want to spit. Anyway, let me get to, uh, let me get back to Nick in the UK. He's called back, I think, via Skype this time. Overseas people, you can call via Skype. It's an 888-775-3773. You get 1-888-775-3773. You may have to press a couple of zeros. I'm not sure. You f- Google it. Or search it on startpage.com. On the Brave browser. But you can call it, and Skype doesn't charge you to call a phone number if it is a toll-free number, such as an 800 number or an 888 number. Just so you know. Okay. Nick in a UK, thank you for calling, man, and thank you for holding. What's up? Um, yeah, much, I just hope everyone's well. Much better. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, man. That's cool. Thank you. I'm glad you figured no, that was, out. Uh, yeah, it was good advice. Yeah, I should have done that in the, in the beginning, but... Yeah, it was just a quick call. I just wanted to, because I just wanted to explain my daily, you know, I work here um, in the UK as a delivery driver for a company, a well-known company. Yeah. And um, it's just something strange has happened within the last couple, well, probably it's this week, really, that last couple of days where they've incorporated it within the company. And um, it just... I don't know. It just felt like something I just needed to tell your audience, just something to see in it, you know, use common sense, use your own knowledge and see, you know, see how the narrative changes, you know, what stories you hear from the UK. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, um, you know, what, what they might be trying to get across, fear mongering, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, but getting back to the point, I just, what, what it is, is we get charged, well, we get paid per parcel we deliver. Right, so like in terms of dollars, we might get like one dollar for per package we're um, delivering. Yeah. And for collections, it's about the same. So if we collect something, so like a faulty item or someone that a customer that doesn't want something, we'll collect it from them and we'll get char- uh, we'll get paid, a, you know, a dollar. Yeah. So what's happened now is this week is that uh, we're getting paid like a, a premium, like five times, probably six times what we would normally get. Um for collections for the PCR test. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, and I just feel like, um, you know, like, as a company, this company is owned by um, very wealthy people that work within the financial system. And, um, yeah, apparently, well, they own a bank as well. And I just feel like it's, you know, it's there's something to it. Like, is it is this the build-up? Because um, the seasons have changed here. Winter's coming now. It's autumn. Winter's going to be coming, you know, yeah. within the next couple of months. And I just feel like, you know, is this is this working the stats again? Does that make sense? Like, are they trying to build up something, you know, get cases going when at the beginning there were deaths, but no one's talking about the deaths anymore. Right. We're just talking about cases. Good point. It may I just be... feel like it's... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I just feel like it's something I needed to get across to you guys. Um, yeah. I don't know, I find it difficult talking to people, you know, within the, like, the workers that I work with, they're very hard workers, but, you know, majority of them are Christian people, but they're from overseas. Yeah. And they struggle to speak, you know, English, and sometimes when I try and get some, you know, like a message across, like, oh, do you think that's a bit weird? Or, you know, try and get them to question what, you know, what they're doing. But they're, you know, they don't, they don't seem to quite understand. And, um... Yeah, like they've all been jabbed. They're apparent, well, they're apparently they're all Christians, but they've all been jabbed. Wow. And um, yeah, and I just, you know, I feel like I'm around a lot of people that are not 
quite woken up to what's going on. And then another point as well I wanted to mention as well is there's um, food shortages apparently happening in the UK. Um, so, you know, if you go to a, your local supermarket, um, there'll be no fresh food, there'll be no fresh veg, yeah. none of that stuff, just like all processed stuff. But on the other side, like I said, I'm working for a delivery company now, everyone's delivering to their home. They're getting fresh food delivered to their homes. There's loads of companies that advertise themselves on YouTube, you know, that you can, that will come across it, you know, come across to you and they'll say, yeah, we'll deliver fresh food, fresh this and fresh that right to your house, you know, for a good price. And that market has gone up. Like, you know, in terms of the units I would deliver, um, like, say, you know, a couple of weeks ago would probably be like maybe a hundred within a week. Yeah. Now it's probably like about two, three hundred within a week. Wow. And I just think that's, you know, that's quite, that's quite, you know, it's a big, it's, it's, it's a, it's a big rise. Yeah. And then the other side is because I deliver to companies. So I speak to them and I try and get factual information from them. And they're saying, yeah, you know, like their customers, they're saying, yeah, like business has gone down again because, you know, summer's kind of towards its end now. And, um, you know, and it just felt like, it just feels like, you know, like he's, well, like, you know, um, Mr. Peterson says, you know, like when you use your emotions and you're in that fallen state, you're not using your common sense. You get, you know, like he says, when you've got anger, you've got fear, you want to protect yourself, you want to do this and that. And I just feel like, you know, when you, when you're in that sort of state, like you're, you're, you know, your normal, like intelligence, like common sense just goes out the window. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, that's something I just wanted to get across to you guys. And it is happening. Yeah. It is interesting how the huge companies like Uber, over here we have Uber, we have Lyft, we have uh, Amazon. All these huge companies are making big gains and the entertainment, Netflix and all this scum of the earth entertainment outlets. Yes. Yes. are making big gains amid these shutdowns because a lot of people, like you said, are ordering in their food, Uber, yes. Eats, and all that stuff. And it's it's sick because it's, like, killing the uh, the normal people who are starting their own businesses, and it's killing the yeah. initiative of people to do and live for themselves and be independent. And they're, they're shutting down stuff based on fear. Not on, not based on yeah. reality or common sense. Logic, just yeah. use common sense. But half of these people, they're stuck on, they're stuck in front of the TV. Yeah, true. Listening to you know the propaganda, and um, and another interesting fact as well is like within the UK. I don't know. Last time I checked, the biggest demographic in terms of voting was like the elderly, and this virus is deadly to the elderly. Right. So what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And and the knock-on effect, the people that love their elderly, could be their grandparents, you know, their mothers and so forth, what are they going to think and what are they going to want to do? I just feel like it's just such, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know, like I feel like it, there's something more to it. Yeah. And I don't feel, I don't understand why people aren't seeing this information, why, why they can't, you know, put, but one at one equals two, and that's what it is. Yeah. It is interesting. People are really blind, and they just accept stuff without seeing who's profiting from it and who's exploiting this. 
Like the elections, the way that they're using the elections for, oh, we, since we have this shutdown, we have to, we're going to mail everybody a ballot so any idiot can vote now. And we're going to send the, uh, we're going to send the, the sick people to the nursing homes to kill off the old Trump supporters over here. <laughs> Which may be more than what they were thinking, but it's convenient. It's definitely convenient to kill the old off. Well, if you look at the mainstream narrative in it, like for me, when I was growing up, America was the home of the free. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole world, the whole world is watching America right now. Yeah. yeah the people that are awake are watching it. Like, you know, me and my family, I want to move over, but they're not letting, they're not letting, they're not letting no flights through. They've got, you know, it's just nonsensical stuff where they're stopping people from moving over. And I feel like, you know, I should have done this a long time ago, but you know, if the, if the main you know, if the home of the free falls, then the whole world is gone. I can tell you that now. Yeah. Well, it's it's not as simple as that because there will always, you can't stamp out the truth. It is a big loss if we lose America, which it's not lost yet. It is really it's not going a major to. decline. It's not going to. I, because there's, there's always going to be, even in the UK, you're, are, did you tell me you're Sikh or your fa- grandfather was yes. a Sikh? Yes. Well, oh. I'm a Sikh as well, but okay, you know, even with the even with that with within my community, there are some people that are awake, but the right. vast majority have just took the took the narrative. Yep, exactly. And you're you're right to point out the that they're they're talking about cases, cases, cases as mm, an excuse yes. for control, where they're talking about the cases of children. They're 29 percent or something like that of cases in the United States, supposedly, or whatever. Which, honestly, to me, that's kind of an encouraging number, maybe. Because children, you don't hear about children dying from it too much. If they were dying from it, we would be hearing about it. And you do hear about every now and then, they show, like, this fat kid that said, oh, I was, (laughs) please wear a mask, type stuff. This healthy 16-year-old was all fat. (laughs) What a mess. Well, that's that's, that's these people that have uh, demoralized yeah. You know, the parents in such a way where they've made, you know, both parents work 24-7 just to make ends meet. Yeah. And, you know, the children have to go, like, you know, like you guys say, well, I, I, I see it anyway before you lot. It just made sense when, you know, when you guys said it, but they're going to school. It's just basically they're in school getting brainwashed. Yeah. Picking up these stupid narratives yep. about don't trust what you are, you know, like confusing children even more so at such a young age and then they're doing you know all of these horrible things eventually they'll grow up and they'll think you know what the hell was going on yeah but by then you know depends how many you know how many lgbt people are around them and how big that group has grown you know like uh because i i see them as you know i see them as you know terrorists basically i don't i've got nothing wrong with them you do whatever you want to do but don't enforce it onto my children. Right. Yeah, I agree, or anyone man. else's children. Yeah. yeah. If you want to do it, go and do it. I have but, a... You know... Yeah. I have a question for you from the chat. Um, Taking Care of Business Bear asks, did uh, UK change at all, or really change, since leaving, since you doing Brexit, exiting the EU? Brexit. To be honest with you, they say they say like let's go back to another point with the food like with the food shortages. Everyone else in the UK is blaming it on Brexit. But <laughs> it goes but what it goes to 
it goes to uh, NHS app, the National Health Service. They gave you an app at the beginning of this COVID. Within this app, I remember, I didn't know, I never downloaded, but I looked into it with friends that had it. Uh-huh. And um, it was very basic. It was like, oh, do you, you know, are you hot or cold? You know, what's your temperature? You know, like basic symptoms it was asking for. Yeah. Now it's asking, now it's, it's developed. They've added, they've updated it for, you know, for their own needs. Yeah, to gain their own personal information, what they want from you, right? Okay, and I've got another driver that uh, works that covers a different area, a part of um, in the UK, and um, he told me that on his NHS app, he got a ping, like an alert, saying that um, one of your neighbours oh, has gosh. got um, got COVID. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So one of his neighbours has got it. Right. Okay. That ping, yeah like a virus, went all the way around the whole neighbourhood. Everyone in that neighbourhood, the fear was there then. You know, wow. oh, someone's got COVID in the neighbourhood. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't go out. Oh, we shouldn't do this. Oh, you've got to stay home for two weeks. Right, so that guy that's staying home, he might be he might be doing... He's not doing... He's not working, is he? Right. Yeah, he's not going to his business. He's yep. not doing what he should be doing for the country and for the people. Yep. But... You know, he's, 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 for him, he's got a ping and he's staying at home now. And now imagine that on a, you know, between 40 million people. Imagine right. that on that sort of scale. It's cl- it's a so tamp down on their productivity. Exactly. Exactly. And what it's fear mongering as well, if yeah. you look at it, because then it totally know, is. the elderly or, yeah, whoever's sucked in and downloaded it. I never downloaded it, but it was interesting to know. It's interesting because I have to speak to people because that's how I find out factual information. I don't listen to the radio. I don't listen to any, you know, any of these, you know, where they're promoting their own narrative. Right. And, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you guys need to know. Yeah. You guys need to know. Be aware, you know, like aware of what's going on. Brexit is, you know what, it's it's about time we left because, you know, the might like you guys talk about, you know, Afghan and stuff. Like, back, you know, like, long my great granddad, we were not, you know, like he was in the army and he knew about Afghan, you know, Afghanis in it. And uh, there are some people in there. There's always good and right in people. There's always good and evil, shall I say? Yes. Yeah, like, you know, what's right and what's wrong, people will always know. And I think Afghan, I think it's been, um, it, it's been corrupted in such a way that maybe, you know, the people that are coming in are taking back their own country, you know? Oh, like, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of how I feel about it, honestly. The yeah, Taliban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know, you know, you're like, you're not there, but you're like, if I look at my personal information, because I've got family in India, and you were talking about India earlier. Right. And um, the amount of um, Sikhs, my, you know, the, the majority live in Punjab, which is right next door to Afghanistan. Right? Yeah. Okay? And the amount of opium that was produced in Afghanistan was amazing. It was, it supplied the whole world. <laughs> Not a under good thing. Who, under whose, <laughs> yeah, but under whose, under whose watch was it doing? And yeah. what was, America's, you know, what, right? You know, America well, is in the international not, community, not, supposedly. Not, not under America, but under who, who was running America at that time. Right. Yeah. True. Obama, and, uh, you know, Bush. Well, yep. who, yeah, whoever it may be. And then you look at these, um, you know, it's just popping into my head, but then like I hear about, not now, but some time ago, I used to hear about, even in India, there a lot of people, a lot of farmers that had a lot of, lot of land have sold, 
you know, sold um, their land because their children got into debt with opium. Wow. This is in this is what in a mess. Yeah. So completely. so yes or no? Did Brexit change or not? With, with for the UK, so. no. I don't you don't think, think so. so? I yeah, think, no, I don't think so either. The because the, the culture has to change for what's right too. And you, w- with Trump, things did change because people had an example of a man who stood for what's right. With Brexit, there was no real. There was no real example. There's no real leadership. There's a bunch of posers, in my opinion, who act well, like they're the conservative. The U- yeah, yeah, but they're, but not. they're not real. No, they're fake. Yeah. Um, and uh, Boris Johnson, he's yeah. the lead, current leader, and he's the biggest joke of all. Yeah. He's the biggest joke of all, mate. Everyone knows he's a joke. But I find it amazing that how the hell did this joke get there? Who put him there? <laughs> yeah. What a mess. But, well, I mean, a whole lot of people are a joke themselves over there. The, mm. the, the, the yeah. people get what they deserve, honestly. What a mess. I appreciate it. It's great to hear from you, Nick. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Thank All right. You. I wish you well. Take care. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you guys for the uh, chats. I'm seeing your chats. Let me tell you real fast, just a tip. I got this from uh, Cracker. Shout out to Cracker. Let me do this here. Before I get back to calls, he says, Californians, email veritastips at protonmail.com if you see any election fraud to report or, or suspicious stuff because maybe, you're, maybe you don't know what you're seeing, right? Exercise your First Amendment right to a free and fair press. Vote yes to recall Gavin Newsom. He's voting for Larry Elder, Cracker says. I am too. Thank you, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. Hashtag, we've got a state to save. And that's what uh, Cracker says. Thank you, Cracker. Right on. Veritas tips at protonmail.com if you... Real tips only. Or stuff that you were really legitimately questioning about. Shenanigans. So, they want to get to the truth of it, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. He, uh, my previous caller mentioned um, the talk about cases going up, but not necessarily deaths. Or I guess hospitalizations are up again because it is the fall. Well, it's not quite fall. I guess September 22nd is the first day of autumn in the Northern Hemisphere. So September 22nd is officially fall, but it's already cooling down. It's the end of summer. It's getting cooler. It's getting darker earlier again. It's been doing that for a while. Pretty soon we're going to fall back, I think. I think that's in October. We're going to we still falling back going to going into standard time rather than daylight time probably. But um I saw this this uh report from Michael Tracy who's appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show a couple of times. He's Sort of an independent thinking for a liberal, atheist, journalist guy. He says there's an insane Australia-style lockdown happening right now in the United States. And he did this uh, Substack article about 
what's, what, what is that? Connecticut College? Over in Connecticut. And it is, uh, basically they're hyping, from what I understand, and it might not just be Connecticut College. They're shutting, uh, they're shutting down the college and quarantining people because of cases, even though most of the students are so-called vaccinated, and none of the cases, virtually all of the cases are, uh, non, non, uh, not, where you, where you don't show symptoms. Asymptomatic. What the heck? What a mess. And they're using uh, ridiculous... It's kind of like, you know how the TSA came into play? Do you guys remember the TSA? The Transportation Something Authority? They cracked down on people's rights at the airport. They're searching them and all that stuff to s- prevent bombs from going off, going off and stuff even though the TSA has allowed shenanigans to happen. And then they, they're just ridiculous. They don't pay attention, all kinds of, they steal stuff. Government workers, scum of the earth sometimes, sometimes. They have, but over at this college and other colleges, they have floor governors who used to be called RAs, resident advisor, RA, resident advisor. If, any, if anybody's lived on campus at a college, they have RAs, resident advisors. But now they're called floor governors, and they tattle on anybody who's not wearing a mask. You know how you may go to a store and not wear your mask, and they say, Sir, can you pull, please put on your mask? Or, Ma'am, oh, sure, I'm sorry. I'll put on my mask. Or you, maybe you say, No! You can't make me do that. It's not the law. Don't discriminate against me, like that Iranian woman, that Persian woman, (laughs) whom Jesse Lee Peterson told about in the church. He told her multiple times. Well, they say, oh, uh, saying that you forgot will not fly. Evil, female-minded, and this is a female-minded thing, uh, control freakish, has nothing to do with reality. Um, crack, crack, cracking down on people, controlling them over something that doesn't even threaten college students. Give me a break. They have this alert system, reminiscent of the 2000s Homeland Security terror alert system. A lot of these liberals and libertarians and a lot of you guys who are more like conspiracy theorist types were not into all this Patriot Act stuff that Bush and the whole government put in place violating people's rights. Basically a, uh, a, a surveillance state mess. Well, they're doing that even more with the China virus. And I'm hearing, too, that they're going to enforce shutdowns in the name of the climate v- hype. Climate hysteria. What a ridiculous mess. A bunch of posers. Women. And female-minded guys. I told you, and I'll tell you one more time before I get to calls. Hang tight, callers. I appreciate you hanging in there. I walked up to, I used to walk up to the park up the street here. It's called Beverly Hills Park or something like that. On La Cienega and Olympic, basically. And they imposed this, oh, you have to wear a mask outdoors 
wide open, not even around anybody. Ridiculous. So I never put on my mask over there. Give me a break. Ridiculous. Outdoors? Give me a break. But I walk over, and I see this. I've told you this story before, if you guys have been watching for any amount of time. Um, this father with his young son, they're about to go kick around the soccer ball or something. A, not even a full-size soccer ball, a little baby ball. <laughs> I'm, making fun of the, I'm making fun of the father more than the kid. The little boy, I'm assuming he's a father, right? Little boys, they're the father, and they're wearing their masks. And so this is early in the so-called scamdemic. I walk way around them, way, way, way around them. Because I'm on the sidewalk here. They just pulled up. They're getting, they're walking in up to the park. Way around them. And so I'm out ahead. And I hear the kid ask his father something, which a kid should do. And the father responds, he's a selfish person. He doesn't want to put on his mask. He doesn't care about anybody else. Never mind the fact that I walked way around him. I'm thinking in my head, that's child abuse. What if the father's acting worse than the mother? If he has a mother. What a sick person. And so he's just teaching his kid to blindly judge. Typical liberal. Blindly judge, judge, judge. And think that think that they're not judgmental, tolerant, not racist. Give me a break. Phony. And then I walk a little further. I, I pretend like I didn't hear him. I walk a little further. I'm on the whole other side of this, this stubby wall with a hedge. And I see in the corner of my eye a couple passing by, and they're both wearing masks. I'm assuming it's a couple. And this woman says, put on your blinking mask. And instead of blanking, she said the F word. Put on your blinking mask. <laughs> I'm like, thinking in my head, anger is bad for your health, lady. <laughs> but I just ignore it, act like I didn't hear. And I just do my thing. Put on, get a little exercise in. Get this some sun, sunshine, fresh air. But even just that, by the way, even just that, afterwards, I didn't go back to that park because it made it an unpleasant experience. And so you too, this can apply to men who want to make it unpleasant for troublemakers, actual troublemakers, not people who just don't wear masks, to uh, be in an area. You don't belong here. <laughs> you can make it unpleasant. And uh, it, will, it, will, it will traumatize them so that they stay away. Interesting. But it's sick stuff, huh? Terrible. Female-minded, control freak, liberal, the culture is corrupt. It's not just the politicians. It's not just Governor Newsom we need to get out. We need to uh, stand up right. Anyway, thank you guys. Let me get to Chuck in Detroit. The doctor himself. Chuck. What's up, man? I know y'all miss me. What's up, man? You know who miss you. <laughs> Your whole audience. Everybody that <laughs> with the, affiliated with the Hake show. You really think you know, so? Your ratings go up. You know, your ratings go up when I go on here. That's when it get exciting. You think so? I know so. All my people tell right me. Right now I, I have so. 400 watching. Let's see if it well, goes up or down. Today. Let's see if it goes up or you're down amidst Let's this see. call. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> go ahead, Chuck. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, man. Uh, this is what I wanted to say to you. Uh, I kind of agree with you with something you said. Thank you. You was you was comparing you was comparing me to somebody. Is it the guy from New York? Is that is that who he is? I don't even remember. I'll read okay, your super well, chat soon, I, guys. Okay, I, well, I don't remember don't comparing you to anybody. But yeah, you did because you said you won't want us both to be on the show. Remember that you said, oh, "Yeah, I'm gonna try to have that." Let's see how that works out. You remember saying that? I do not. Okay, well, you did. I'll play it back for you. I kind of tuned you out, honestly. What did you say? Well, let me say it again. Uh, (laughs) This is what I'm getting to. I'm seeing people say they don't miss you. I wouldn't care what they... I don't miss them. But anyway... Asmodore says, I go to the zoo sometimes, but when I leave, I don't miss the animals. Oh, that's good. Right. That's good. Which I one? think he's, but I don't know. I think animals are more entertaining and friendly than Chuck. Chuck is just right. nasty. I agree with that. Yeah, that's what you said. That's what I'm leading up to. You said oh, okay. the other guy was a certain way. Oh, he said, but Chuck, he's just nasty. Yeah, you like now you remember? maybe I was talking about Tony from California or somebody. Okay, it could have been. I said New York. I I, I don't know who Whatever. it was, but that could have been. But I agree with you <laughs> when you, think, you said that. You think nasty is a good thing? When you're talking to a nasty person. You think yeah. I'm a nasty person? So you're nasty around a nasty about, person? I think everything about you is nasty and hateful. And you're a jealous man. Oh, okay. I read people good. Interesting. You read people good. He reads good, guys. <laughs> he reads good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I, I, I bet you nobody working with you right you now hates well. really it's like correct. you. Correction. I bet you. Grammar do, correction. Do you have any friends? You read well. Do you, gra- well, yes, that's what it is. You want me to talk like a pink man, huh? Well, I'm white. But anyway, okay, pink, white, uh, red, okay, it all applies. But anyway, I bet don't nobody working with you like you. I hope not. Well, I wish. You. Okay, well, all right, I know you do. But anyway, I told him I was going to refer, uh, talk to you about White History Month. Uh, did you know, like, the slave masters, remember we was talking about that? You know how you get excited about being this called the slave master? You remember? You no, I just think that it's not a it's not a put down. Right, I got you, but you you like you be like, yes. You say that I'm the master, yes. I play I'm around yeah. I'm your boss. So this is what I want to say to you. You know what the names are for the uh slave masters, what their original names are? They're called off-scorings. Are you familiar with that word? I'm not. Check it out. It's deep. Off-scorings. Are you familiar with this? This is contributing to uh, white uh, history. Are you oh, familiar white with history the month word? is over, man. You're about two months I late. I know. I know. Are you well, going to wish hey, me a happy, happy birthday, del- too? How about... How, no, I'm not. But happy belated white history. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'll take it. This more. This more important. Do you know what scalawags are? I've heard, heard the name. I've heard the name. It's like a, it's all like a these, pirate name. All these words are white terms. Nice. These are these are words related to y'all. Referring so you to love y'all. white people? I do. I do. Are you a Christian? I believe in God, yes. So you are a Christian and you believe in God, but you are nasty towards people who are nasty. See, you see, you're trying to you're trying to make it work for you. I told you <laughs> I believe in God. You just said, oh, you're a Christian and believe in God. Well, you said hey, yes. Hey. When you say, when I ask I you said, a question I, I, and no, you say, no, I believe I, in I God, asked, yes. 
Yeah. And uh, so it sounds God. like you say that you are a Christian. Okay, what's your point? Get to your point. Oh, my Any point. My point is. Me, my point is, if ahead. you hate those who hate you, you're not a Christian. You're just the world. Oh, okay. Okay, but we we passed that because I ain't say I was. So you have and you don't believe in God. <laughs> you have any questions for me? Like, and the reason no, I ask you this, I'm really not curious, man. The, okay, I got you, but this is the point I'm trying to make. You be trying to block that point, don't you? But here's the point: anything Scalawags, you got for me, I'm a, Scalawags. Listen, any were, anything you ask me, I'm not going to run from it. I'm gonna straight up, <laughs> I'm gonna straight up address it. I'm not going to run like you and Jesse. You know how some. Jesse, she, okay, you heard me uh, on Chuck, Jesse's show Chuck. yesterday, didn't you? You can yeah. complain about yeah. Jesse on some on Jesse's show. Asmador says, "I'm talking about you. Sca- I'm, this is Jesse's show. If you look no, at your mic, the, this is Jesse's show. This is you're on the no, black this man's is Jesse's platform. network. This is Jesse's network. Yeah, you're on show. a black man's platform. I'm not Jesse into the race. I'm not into the race he thing like you. Fire you. I'm not he a sucker fire like you. you. Jesse can fire you. Good point, buddy. Good point. I gotta go. That Asmador says, Scalawags." were white Southerners who colluded with the Occupation Reconstruction government. Wow. I did not know that. I thought that that... So, in other words, they were colluding with the Yankees, who were uh, imposing their will against the people in the South. Wow. Scalawags. I did not know that. I thought that that was just a a slur from the um, the pirates. <laughs> cool name though, right on. How come Chuck believes in God, but hell comes out of his mouth? Asks Marcelo Tavare. Thank you for your call, man. I I appreciate it. I guess I do appreciate it. I guess. But Scalawag. Well, I don't want to say that. <laughs> Thank you, man. Hake lost that one, says Luis Bootsy. You're just drunk, man. You're just drunk. You don't know what you're talking about. Let me get to Bible Go-To Guy out of Los Angeles, California. How are you doing, Bible Go-To Guy? Doing great, James. Um, shoot, I wanted to get on with your, um, with your black collar. What's his name? Arthur or something? Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> I wanted to ask Chuck. Um... Boston schools, listen up, Chuck, Boston schools, right, they got rid of, they're, they're getting rid of the testing for the advanced classes because of the testing, not enough black students can get in. There's too many whites and Asians getting in. So they're going to get rid of the test instead of demanding, instead of prepping the black students better, if that's possible, right, instead of pushing them harder. They're getting rid of the testing yeah. so that they can just pick on color. Now, now I want to ask Chuck: Should we do that for the NBA and the NFL and the and Major League Baseball, where blacks are overrepresented and whites and Asians are underrepresented? Should we now get rid of uh, athletic tests or something? <laughs> you know, you don't have to jump as high. You don't have to run as fast. You don't have to hit the ball as hard. Yeah. This is, this is insane. Blacks, like Chuck, are willing to destroy the rest of society that needs smart people to, 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 to create things and make things run well. And we're all going to be dummies? 
so, so, the, so the blacks don't have to feel uncomfortable about not being able to make the grade? This is ridiculous. So I just wanted to ask Chuck about that. But Interesting, man. Yeah, uh, he's kind of insufferable to listen to. He's obnoxious after about three seconds. So yeah, that's why I, I called to, right away to try yeah. to get in with him. Because <laughs> you know, I knew I knew he wouldn't last. He wouldn't last too long with you. Right. Anyway. All right. Uh, well, I appreciate lot, it, Bible Go To Guy. Take care, man. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Up, Chuck. Listen up, Chuck. <laughs> what a mess. I feel like I've missed some super chats here. Let me read a few super chats, guys. Indeed. Oh, by the way, to clear Louis's name, Louis Bootsy. Totally sober, Hake. Totally sober. I apologize. I was wrong. He's just mistaken. Since Earl is what Brandon M. claims, which I have no proof of, he claims Earl is dead. I don't know that to be true. I don't think that that's true. But I don't think it's not true. I have no idea. Okay. Who is your second favorite caller now? Oh. Earl remains my second favorite caller. Earl will always be my second favorite caller. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe he will be replaced one day. I don't know. Uh, Lin Yen Chin. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. That was from Brandon M. Uh, who will be my second favorite caller? Man, I... It's been so long since I've said that. I feel like it's been some months. But I think that Earl is, remains my second favorite caller of all time. To this day. Lin Yen Chin. To this day! <laughs> with a Trovo colorful chat. Says, conservative or not, old people have a higher chance of having some wisdom to pass on and the establishment declared war on wisdom. They want all of the old people gone before they can reveal the avenues of discernment to younger generations. I agree with that. That is why every now and then a blind squirrel finds a nut, meaning a, uh, some dumb liberal old person, be it Pierce Morgan now and then, very rarely for him, or, I don't know, D... No, not D.L. Healy. <laughs> but uh, compared to his children, if he has children, I don't know, the younger people, they are uh, a mess. They're a mess. So, yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Old people do sometimes have wisdom, even the, even the liberals, the dumb liberals. Chuck tries too hard, says, just saying. I think that's the case. I forgot to ask him how tall he is. Because some people say he seems short. <laughs> but I, let me just drop that. Because last thing I need is to feed that ego to keep on calling in. What a mess. Right? What a mess. Bringing down the show. Earl Necklace. Earl Necklace. What does that mean? With a streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report super chat says every time the U.S. does any military action anywhere, CNN manages to, manages to get parents holding dead kids on air 10 minutes later. But they couldn't, but they can't scrounge up, 
scrounge up any U.S. kids dead of COVID to profile after 18 plus months. Just a bunch of spooky talk about cases rising. Interesting point. Earl Necklace. Seems like CNN is on the side of war, though. Aren't they usually on the side of war? And then they turn on the Republican when the Republican president carries on a war. But for the most part, they're, they're cheerleading on getting into a war. And then afterwards, they get all, act like they're all tender. Sick stuff. Sick, sick stuff. By the way, Biden, I saw, I saw this picture of Biden. Let me see if I can read this headline. Sleepy Joe Biden, the so-called, the president. I say so-called because he's, he's not an honorable man at all. He's a total phony, a poser. I liked him better when he was talking about corn pop being a bad dude. Because then he was just an old man telling stories and sounding crazy. But they were somewhat had some truth to them. But now he's just being evil. He has new vaccine requirements, as you know, triggered conservative backlash and the threat of lawsuits. And I see this Vox article, Vox.com. They're enemies of America, far left extremists, evil people. And uh, it's him with a mask in a classroom talking to kids with their hands raised, being all teacher's pettish or president's pet. And he pets them like they're his pet. Sick stuff. Stay away from the children. It's, It's horrific. Horrific stuff. And by the way, speaking of that hatred, you guys may have heard, um... I am a producer for Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, and I've heard multiple times, multiple weeks now, Jesse Lee Peterson saying, if you have anger, you are a murderer. If you hate, you are a murderer. And I found the verse, and I've heard this many times before. I heard Jesus say it. Well, I didn't hear him say it, but I read a quote of him saying it, right? In the Bible. Well, here is from 1 John 3.15, which is a book that states, go and sin no more. Anyone who sins doesn't, has neither seen God nor known him. It also says, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. I'm reading the King James Version for the King James only people. Hat tip to you guys. Sometimes I think it's a little odd, but I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I have no problem. And ye knoweth not that ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And Jesus himself said, if you love those who only love you and hate those who hate you, you're just like the world. You're not a Christian. Basically is what he was saying. Interesting, huh? It's in the Bible. It's a fact. And people say, where's Jesse's Bible? But they don't realize that what he's saying agrees with the Bible because the Bible agrees with what's right. And so does JLP. Duh! Anyway. We are at five minutes till. Let me get to Bradley in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Been on hold for a little bit. Bradley, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Go for it. What's up, James? Hey. Friends. What's up? The la la la. <laughs> um, okay, just real quick. Um, when I'm driving, right, I'm a truck driver. And every now and then I look over and I'm seeing like a couple, a man and woman. 
and the, the man sitting on the on the cell phone in the passenger seat, sometimes with his legs on the on the on the dash like a total woman, <laughs> and then yeah. the woman's driving, and or, or the woman could be a wife, could be a I don't know, I don't assume, could be a girlfriend, and I just yell at him through the window. I'm like, Beta, Beta, Beta. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, man. You got to get- tell Jesse that. Yeah, I will. I will. I totally want to get your opinion. <laughs> and then thank you uh, in advance. Thank you for spending all that time in the lobby. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, right on, man. Cool. Yeah, man. You were over there? Uh, I met I you over there? Yes, sir. Nice. I'm, I'm the, um, I'm just a uh, son of a father. Okay. I remember you. Yeah. Right on, buddy. Yeah. I was, I was at the gym. I was trying to get Nick to come work out because I'm like, come on, man. Aren't you like <laughs> yeah. 180? 180 plus or minus? Right let's, on. Let's go. But, um, <laughs> I, I'm cool. sorry I didn't catch all the show, man. No um, worries. I'm sure it's been a good one. Before I ever, before I ever even, I think it's before I really knew JLP, I had been, t- I had been against this the the man sitting in the passenger seat and the woman driving i've it's been a phenomenon that i've seen increasing over the 90s into the 2000s and to this day and it's been out of control gone out of control to this day and i remember one lady said and i and i love this couple honestly uh-huh. but i remember according to the story one lady she gets car sick if she's not in the driver's seat (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i'm like that's manipulative (laughs) and i have no idea maybe it is true that she gets car sick but i think that's Uh, take dramamine (laughs) every time you get in the car i don't know it seems to me that seems yeah i don't know i don't know if that's a valid excuse or not i think it would be a controlling factor but i would have to talk to the man yeah, or the, the and I say that loosely. The the, the gentleman. The, <laughs> yeah. What do you say? Because <laughs> you don't know. I mean, with me, I like to drive because I, you know, it's especially if you have like if you're taking kids or you're carpooling, you're responsible of that vehicle, right? And you're not a man is not going to sit there and do his makeup. Maybe you know I don't know, but they're not going <laughs> to be as much as a distracted driver, especially if they're alpha, right? Right. So. The man I always think should be driving, and yes, to to elaborate on your point. So I've been truck driving for about five years, off and on. Nice. And re- I don't know when I was like brought back to the father, but I have been seeing it more and more and more. Yeah. Um, it's a mess, man. So that's kind of just what I wanted to touch on. And you have so they do they point. see you or hear you screaming beta at them? Sometimes. Okay, <laughs> interesting. That's funny. Well, well you, yeah, make sure I, you call you know, into the JLP show and and recount this for him. All right, or or just fun. let him know sometime when you're around. Well, when are you guys coming to Myrtle Beach? Do you know? That's I don't know, question, but right? put it get together a, a Republican club or a uh, conference and yep. uh, invite JLP, and we'll we'll fly out there, or he'll fly out there. Nice. There's a bunch of Bible thumpers at the church I used to go to, so I'm trying to. I would love to invite him out if he doesn't cost too much, but um, we'll see how it goes. Like he says, if Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. Uh, I'd love for him to speak at the church, but yeah, I'll talk to him later. Sounds um, good, man. Actually, what do you think about this? You know what? This, yeah, are you running out of time? Yeah, I got to run, man. Call me again okay, tomorrow no or whenever you can. I appreciate it, it dude. Is late. All right. Yes, sir. And God bless you all. Thank you, man. You as well. Take care. 
All right, guys. I guess I better get off the show now. We are over time. Jeremiah in Louisiana wanted to clarify about uh, hate those who hate you. I guess he has another excuse to twist that around to mean the opposite of what it really says. <laughs> Typical Bible thumper mess. And the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you, thehakereport.com. I will have the hake news and the blog post for this show up there later today. And the rest, last song, if I have time, this track, if we do have time, is Dirty Punk by The Cooties. Enjoy and take care. Adios. <laughs>